Get ready, Pittsburgh, because Philadelphia is set to invade. Philly Invades Pittsburgh Beer Fest is back for its second installment on Saturday, September 14th from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Spoonwood Brewing in Bethel Park. Hosted by breweries in Pennsylvania, this event features some of the best beer the east side of the Commonwealth has to offer. Grab your tickets and sip on beers from Imprint, Hidden River, Rebel Hill, Lost Tavern, Levante, Stable 12, and New Trail. Head over to Facebook and search Philly Invades Pittsburgh Beer Fest for more information and reserve your tickets before this event sells out. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation USA Podcast. Welcome back, Hop Nation. This is episode 123. As easy as one, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Yeah. Eins, zwei, drei. Still loco. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's the return of Still Loco. <laughs> Being escorted by Honey Legs. <laughs> I would buy that t shirt. Yeah. I, I was on a search for 14% for Loco Seltzer and I have not found it yet. So. If it makes you feel any better, I've been looking for that Sheets beer. Yeah. You haven't found it yet. Yeah, I thought that was going to be kind of hard to find. It is. If you didn't get it on a Thursday, as you should. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, everybody. This is the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm Adam. That's Steve. Hello. We're talking beers. Hooray. That's kind of what we do here. It's our thing. Yeah. We've been doing it a while, so we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> if, you just, if you're just now joining us, welcome to the show. Right. And if You've you're, got quite a backlog. If you're with us again, thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for coming back. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. <laughs> T-Public slash Hop Nation USA. <laughs> All right. We, uh, we are back in the studio that is Hop Nation Central. We're back off the road. So we're going to have ourselves some beers. We are going to highlight one of the breweries that uh, we've come to enjoy Ew. throughout our time in the craft beer entertainment industry. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yep. All right. Edutainment. <laughs> Edutainment. <laughs> Forgot the buzzword, edutaining. Edutaining, yes. We are going to be uh, enjoying the crafts of D9 Brewing Company. Out yeah. of Cornelius. North Carolina. North Kakalaki. Yes, the Tar Heels <laughs> State. Yes. We uh, we feature them twice before in the past. We did the Hakuna Matata IPA, mm-hmm. and we did something that was very strange to me, but it, it turned me around on sours a little bit. Yeah. But it, it was... Uh, something from their Defying Gravity series, which is like 14% crazy sours, and it was a white chocolate sour. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's probably still my favorite sour ever. Um, but part of the reason why we kind of get these beers is we, we have a, a little bit of a connection down mm-hmm. there. Abby Rosario is their legal advice. Yes. He's their, <laughs> he's, he's their legal team. <laughs> uh, but before he moved down to North Carolina, he actually lived up here in the area, and he was on an episode of Ian's Brewing because he was friends with our producer, Frank. Yes. So yeah. uh, because of those guys, we, we got hooked up with each other. We yes. became, you know, we became you know sociable, and he decided, hey, you know what? You'll need some beers. Right. And he sent us some beers, and now we will drink some of those beers. We actually have a lot more. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we're going to drink some of those beers tonight, and we're going to start with... We are going to start with Brewer's Day Off, which Wait. is a cucumber and melon goza. Comes in about 4.8% uh, ABV. 
Mm-hmm. It's not IBUs. No. If they're down to the <laughs> 0.8 IBUs, I would be interested. I honestly <laughs> don't know what the IBUs are on this. Okay. I assume it's low. Probably. Because it's got cucumber, melon, and it's a goza. Right. The Yeah, cucumber and melon, those are pretty soft flavors. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to cover them up with anything that's uh, too harsh. Yes. So thank goodness for that. Also, it's goza. It's not really the style. No. No. So looking at this beer, it uh, is very pale and straw. Yes, it is. But it, uh, you know, it's a little bit hazy, mm-hmm. a little bit opaque, but there's I, not like shit floating around. It, it does not uh, go outside the bounds of what I would have expected for a Goza. No. It it looks like a Goza. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does. Not much in the way of head. There was a little bit when I poured it out of the can, but that dissipated rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Again, not concerning. No. On the nose... I can smell it pretty far away. Yeah. It's a bit tart. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I can definitely smell the tartness on the nose. I'm looking forward to it. And, then you know, we, we've kind of talked about it already, but D9 is known for their sours. Yes. They're, they're, so it doesn't surprise me that their goza is going to be a little stiff on the nose mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> but for me, it's right in a wheelhouse. That's, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping this turns out like the Abita to goza. Where it smells really sour, but is very sweet and easy drinking. Oh, my. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the the biggest thing that I'm noticing is the, the melon. Oh, yeah. You, There's I get... a lot of melon. Good good bit of the uh, the cucumber in there as well. Mm-hmm. This is a good poolside drinker, which makes sense considering what they have on the can. Right. <laughs> yeah, the can art is a brewer laying on his day off. <laughs> right. On, it, on, on top of the pool, I assume. There's a floaty yeah. underneath him. Yes. Just a little bit tart for me. For me, not at all. Compared to other beers, it's not, you know... It, it is not it, a pucker fest. It's not a pucker fest. I can survive it. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I like it. Yeah, but even still, even still with it being a little bit tart for me, I could still get a lot of the cucumber and melon, so yeah. I think it all plays well together. Yeah, yeah I agree. This is definitely something that somebody else, w- like Adam, <laughs> would really, really enjoy. <laughs> I sort of enjoy it. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think there are three magic words you could say to make it so much more succinct. I could. Not going to? Might save it. All right. <laughs> save it for the end. There you go. You want to hear the catchphrase? Listen to the whole right. episode. <laughs> Give them that tease. That's right. For no. now, ah. we're going to move on to News, Notes, and Neat. Yes. One segment one. Lead us off, Steve. What do you have? So it's a little uh, note and neat news. It's a little bit of all three. <laughs> Hitting for the cycle on this one. Yes. So the news is a new a new bar opened up in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I was going to say Portland, Oregon or Portland, Maine, because right. both are relevant in craft beer. That's true. <laughs> but uh, they're also true, uh, like relevant in kind of like trendy culture as well. And lumberjacking. And maybe seafood. There's way more lobster rolls in Portland, Maine. But true, but I think there's a lot more crab going on out in Portland, yeah, Oregon. You, you might get some crabbing and some salmon yeah. in Oregon. So yeah, Definitely. Uh, but anyway, there's a new bar out in Portland, and it is called Alefire. And Alefire is the first craft beer and hot sauce bar. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, they, offer, they offer 250 different hot sauces. All right. And about 100 beers, 20 of them on draft. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, so are you able to to sample the hot sauces? Yep. Like, they they do they do beer and hot sauce pairings. Uh. <laughs> you know, to me that's kind of like ice cream and corn. I like ice okay. cream. 
Okay. I like corn. Yeah. I don't like corn in my ice cream. Okay. I, mm, <laughs> I don't know if I can see a reason to combine hot sauce and beer. I, I, I don't know for sure that I'm on board with it either. <laughs> it sounds kind of fun and interesting. It, it's all about, I guess, how well they do the pairings. Yes. I, and they would have to have some sort of research done beforehand. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that the guys who opened it have been long term in the world of both. Okay. So, like, they've been beer tenders for a while. They they know their stuff about beer. Mm-hmm. You know, they have experience in hot sauce. Hopefully, somebody on the staff is a sauce monger. Yeah, a <laughs> sauce monger. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think everybody involved, like, they know their shit mm-hmm. well enough that they could, you know, provide you. But the the thing that sticks out to me about the place is, like, there's no food on site. So, you can't just have, like, a, you know, a hot chicken wing, so to speak. Right. <sighs> that's yeah that's that's the one thing that bugs me like they have chips that you can you know pour the sauce on and you can bring food in oh yeah okay all right so i guess if you find like a sauce that you like then you can you know put it on your sandwich <laughs> and have that beer but it's kind of a you know you gotta piece it together <laughs> right I, I, mm, I like i like the ingenuity of it yeah I don't know if it's a great execution. I don't know either. I mean, it's just a neat thing that you know, if you're looking out for something different to do in your travels. It is certainly something different. Yeah. There's there, there's this. There's this now. There's like, a hot sauce bar. They're going to keep Portland weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll also say, like, even though there's no food food on site, there is, uh, there is specialty made pickles oh. from Aiden's Atomic Pickles. Okay. And those sounded pretty good. Those so. do, do sound pretty good. I know the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Pickle Company has a, a hot pickle. Right. That is very, very good. I don't know if you've ever had it before. I haven't had it yet. It is. Are you a pickle fan? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You should get yourself a jar. They have them at the, uh, at the Big Bird. Okay. It's it's worth splurging. Okay. If you're in a real pickle mood, pick up a jar. All right. Well, Aiden's Atomic Pickles, they come in six dis- different heat levels. Oh, so. okay. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm I'm curious how they would serve the beer and the hot sauce together. Is it like a shot and a beer? In- no, I think it's like you get a beer tasting. You can uh, you might be able to get like a little taster, and then you get you know some hot sauce on a chip. I see that's that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I really want to like it. I really do. Yeah, I want to like it too. I I wish there was more to the food element. Yes. Of like, because that's what beer is really good with is like pairing with food. So if you right. can kind of get all three in, like, because there's a lot of different hot sauces and like hot sauces can be citrusy or they can be vinegary and mm-hmm. they can, you know, you can get all that kind of stuff going on. They're missing that third circle in the Venn diagram to make it really, really good. Right. Like there, there's that one hot sauce and I think it was on hot ones for a little bit, but it was like a, a habanero and blueberry Yes, I remember which one you're talking about. So I don't like the name, but yes. Yeah, but like you get that and you pair it with probably the sheets Brewberry. Right. You know, the, uh, if you can find it. <laughs> well, a, a, another one would be the uh, the Sagatuck. Uh, yeah, the, the maple, the maple yeah, the, pancake. Yeah, yeah, the maple pancake stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be a good try. Right. So, yeah, I think, I think it's possible to do it. I think it's kind of a fun idea. But if you're traveling. Yes. Stop in. Let us know. Yeah. Drop us a line. Is the old fire really fire? Yeah. <laughs> I know they open they open specialty bottles every week, of beer or hot sauce. Hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe we need to have somebody on here that knows hot sauces to tell us about these sorts of things. 
I don't know who that would be. I don't either. <laughs> I think I feel like I know hot sauces <laughs> more than most people. So, yeah, I would be. Uh, it, it would be like when uh, you and Jason are on uh, talking wrestling. Yeah, I'd be. I I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I can't keep up with the conversation. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, this is the thing we don't know anybody who makes hot sauce. Like I can make hot sauce, right? But that's about it. I can eat hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, small quantities at least. <laughs> I'm not gonna start slugging down Dave's Inferno sauce or Insanity sauce. I don't even know the name of the sauce. That shows how much I don't eat hot sauce. Okay. Moving along. Okay. As good. I stumble past that, <laughs> it's time to talk money, taxes, tariffs. I have none of it, so. This is this is me sitting in and <laughs> listening to me and Jason talk wrestling. Right, I know what money is, but I don't have any. <laughs> I'd like to have some someday. Yeah, I've heard it's cool. <laughs> That'd be neat. Yeah. As everybody knows, the tariff war between the United States and China is raging on. Mm-hmm. And guess who? Somebody else that is caught in the middle. Well, the brewers. All the brewers, the craft brewer. We have talked about this in the past with the uh, tariffs on steel and aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium, if you're from the British Isles. There are new tariffs that have been placed as of September 1 mm-hmm. that now includes brewing equipment coming from China. Yeah. It is now, there is now a 15% tariff on that. Well, this the original tariffs were specifically for steel and aluminum yes and now it these is. new tariffs are just sweeping for everything that's imported yes like it's it's food it's clothes like the articles i a lot of the articles i read were like how it's going to impact the regular family home mm-hmm. and whether or not it will like some people might notice some people might not but this is on top of what's already Yes. Fucking brewers. Yes. <laughs> and, and not only does it involve brewing equipment such as, you know, your your tanks and things like that, but aluminum cans as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one article that I read that was on CNBC.com, uh, just got to give our sources out there, mm-hmm. was the price of an individual aluminum can has increased four to six cents yeah. in the last two years, and they look for it to increase even more. Uh, a lot of breweries are just sort of absorbing that cost for right now, but if it goes much higher, it's going to have to be passed along to the consumer. That would be you. That would be me. That would be the listener. Yep. So it is coming at us. Now, just a, a little bit of information of how much brewing equipment is imported from China. In 2018, it was about $35 million worth of brewing equipment. That year was the year they became our biggest import country. Yes. Yes. Like, because before we were getting most of it from Canada and Germany. Correct. In 2018, we had $35 million uh, to China, $27 million to Germany, $17 million to Canada, and $3 million to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we're getting the most of our equipment from there. Yes. And then it's also the most taxed. Mm-hmm. So, great. Yes. Uh, the one thing that other... Uh, that with these increased tax rates it has caused some brewers to scale back like, absolutely ra- rather than going for the full 10 barrel system they m- may have scaled back to seven or five yes and i mean it hurts them because it makes it a slower going for them to get off the ground mm-hmm. not only is it from the the opening but for the uh, possibility of expanding as well so even if your favorite brewery is doing really well, they may not have the capital to be able to expand any further simply because 
It, it costs too much. They can't justify it at this point. Right. And they want to wait to see if these tariffs will ever go away. Like, why buy something that's marked up? Right. All that. <laughs> and the other thing is they and, and along with a lot of a lot of other industries, they don't know what the rules will be week to week. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Are tariffs going up? Are tariffs going down? Are we going to have to go through these additional hoops? Is everything going to go away? Nobody knows. So nobody wants to make any moves. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's not worth it for your for a lot of breweries to try to expand. Right. So, yeah. Hooray it, for taxes. Hooray for fucking everybody for no reason. It's stupid. <laughs> and that was your Libertarian Minute brought to you by Hop Nation USA. <laughs> Man, I don't even identify with them anymore. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know who I identify with. <laughs> Not that I ever did. I just don't. <laughs> okay. I don't identify with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever gets you through the day. That's the person you're running with. Yeah, I identify with most deaf and is a citizen of the world. <laughs> uh, is he one of those? Uh, yeah. I think he was. I think he was arrested not too long ago. Uh, trying to pull that stuff oh he's not a driver he's a traveler kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh, most deaf and eh, most deaf school man it. he was good in that one movie fuck the law uh which one he's in a, been in a bunch of movies i, I was gonna go with hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy hey he was good in that one he was good in be kind rewind that was the other one i was gonna go with yeah yeah that's the only two don't I say know. bad things about most deaf you're okay. stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right say bad things about china and tariffs <laughs> taxing stuff for no reason all right steve you got one more yeah china sucks <laughs> that's not what i meant oh, okay <laughs> not, not not your tirade <laughs> free hong kong <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah see we can say all that stuff because we have of all the listens across the world that we have mm -hmm. we have zero in china really so china can eat my butt <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> All of you line up. It's butt eating time. I don't, I don't know where to go with this. Well, I'll take you somewhere else then. <laughs> so uh, just to jump back, you were, you were talking about how your CNBC was your source. Yes. The Willamette Week was my source on the Ale Fire story. <laughs> All right. I, I, I forgot to mention that. That's I did right. have it, sources are sources. I did have it written down. Yes. But yes, uh, the Willamette Week was reporting on Ale Fire. Uh, the final news note of the segment, though, is that AB InBev and the NFL have paired together to try and fuck more people out of their money and take advantage of uh, people looking for craft beer. How so? Well, the AB InBev has, obviously, they have their money deep, deep in NFL. You, that Bud Light money. Yeah, you'll be hard-pressed to go to any stadium and not find Bud Light somewhere. Or go to a grocery store or to a game or right. a convenience store. Yeah, right. So, well, what they've decided to do, though, is they, they realize, hey, we have all these brands that we keep buying up, and all these brands are in major cities. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, now they're partnering, partnering with the teams to make attractive cans of, like, uh, mediocre craft beer. Let me guess, Golden Road's involved. Hey, you got one. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, uh, Golden Road, Four Peaks, Breckenridge, Devil's Backbone, and Elysian will all be offering mm. NFL-branded craft beers mm. at the stadium and probably mm. in the surrounding areas. Great. Yes. Uh, you know, Four Peaks will be pairing with the Arizona Cardinals, Breckenridge with the Broncos, 
Devil's Backbone with the Redskins, Elysian with the Seahawks, and Golden Road with the L.A. Rams. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the beer styles. Nothing terribly interesting. Sounds they're, about right. they're all they're all pretty much pale ales oh, with yeah. a little bit of fruit in them. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Denver Broncos one is like it's called United in Orange, and it's just an orange peel pale ale. Eh. Yeah. All right. Nothing. Nothing. None of it's the right home about, but it's all just to occupy taps. Yeah. Take up space. Trick dummies into <laughs> buying their team can. Yes. And that's about it. I can probably foresee platform getting into the game late. Going with them brownies. Yeah. You get a, you get a Cleveland brown brown ale maybe. That would make sense. And then a pale ale as well because brown ales don't sell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the browns don't win, so well, kind of yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for them. I'll know to look out for it, not buy it. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's there's five teams involved already, and uh, uh, Goose Island was actually not mentioned in the articles I was reading. I am somewhat surprised by that. Yeah, but I, for some reason, feel like maybe they're already, <laughs> they already got something that we don't know, that we just don't know about. Cause wouldn't we don't, surprise yeah, me. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Or they just straight up just sell a whole bunch of Goose Island at the stadiums. Uh, that's a good idea, too. Whatever. Yeah, good for them. Who cares? These, <laughs> these beers are going to suck anyway, so <laughs> can care less about drinking them. <laughs> Man, you got a bee in your bonnet today. Not really. All right. <laughs> Well, it sounds like it. No, it's just like I, I, I'm not any different than I would be any any other day. <laughs> China always sucks in my view. <laughs> Hot sauces are good, but I didn't need food with them. And uh, I don't care about AB InBev products or the NFL. So. All right, then. Yeah. I, <laughs> All right, then. Dummies don't get tricked by, by good beer. <laughs> so speaking of good beer. Yes. This D9 Brewing Company Brewer's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. As, I like it. As best I can. I, I I get the flavors and everything. It's just a little bit too tart for me, and that's it. For me, it is right on the money. It's got a good tartness to it. Uh, if you are a person that enjoys tartness but don't need the the full... It's sour where... If, you, know, you never have something that's so sour where it hurts your jaw. Yes. <laughs> this is not that. No. Th- well, yeah, this isn't even that for this me. This is not a distill Flanders Red. Uh, you know, even that one isn't that bad, but I've definitely had the steel. They're, they're pretty mellow, but uh, I've definitely had what you're talking about. I, I do not feel <laughs> that this is anywhere near that. This is no. a good tart uh, rather than a sour. Yeah. it's Once you get beyond that, which you can get beyond that. You get into the melon. You get into cucumber. Mm-hmm. That's a good combo. Yeah, I've seen it before. We've had it before. Yeah, I like what they're what they're doing here. I yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna deny that it's well made. It's just not for me. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'll finish the can for you. Please do. Okay. <laughs> I get the next one. <laughs> you do get the next one. And to get there, we have to take a quick break. Okay. So let's do that. All right, and we'll come back with segment two. The 2019 Tales on the Trails Family Glow Walk. It'll be held Saturday, September 21st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. 
Come on out, wear your glow-in-the-dark gear, your neon clothes, or any LED lights, and even dress up your pets to come and support the Beaver County Humane Society. There's going to be vendors, there's going to be food trucks, caricatures, and even neon face painting. You can also make your pledges online at beavercountyhumanesociety.org. There will be prizes for the top three fundraisers. Again, it's Saturday, September 21st, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. So come out with your family and your pets and have a wonderful night walking the trails. We are finally back at the Hop Nation Central. Steve has come back with his conference with Gary Johnson. <laughs> I'm not a libertarian. Stop <laughs> trying to spread these lies. <laughs> Would you say you'd rather be part of the, the Green Party with Jill Stein? No, I'm not a part of any party. <laughs> you're your I'm, own party. Yeah. So when you run for president in 2024, you're going to be an independent. I'll, I'm not even going to be an independent. You're just going to be Steve's party. Yeah. Party of one. Fuck okay. yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not going to be party of one. It's just going to be Steve's party. Oh, okay. Just Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd Everybody's invited to Steve's party. <laughs> Damn it. That's good. All right. I like that. It's smart. Because, like, here's the thing. You run as an independent, you get a, you get a little uh, uh, kind of pigeonholed in a way. Because mm-hmm. people will also associate you with, um, oh, what's his fuck face? Ross Perot. No. Uh, he wasn't that much of a fuckface. Uh, I was thinking of... <laughs> Pat um, Buchanan. Uh, yeah, that's one. Okay. Um, I was also thinking uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Ah, yes. The, he uh, was an independent, but he also believes you know a lot of crazy shit. So. Yes. His feather bow has had magical powers. <laughs> right. I'd rather not be associated with that. That's why it's just going to be Steve's party. That way nobody else can you know co-opt it. I like it. Can't be co-opted the way Occupy was with you know whatever weirdness... <laughs> You are the 100%. Yeah. Because everyone's invited. Can't be co-opted like the Tea Party was with racists. You mm. can't, you know, <laughs> I'll control who's in and out. <laughs> so you're the doorman. Yes. The host. Right. I'm everything. <laughs> you're Steve. If you're cool, you can be with us. If you're not cool, I'm going to ask you to leave. I got no problem turning my back on my constituents because <laughs> you're not being cool right now, dude. You have to get out. That is not what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be cool with everybody you gotta drink some fat stouts sometimes maybe roll a blunt or two <laughs> well by 2024 that probably won't be a problem that's fine then so, we'll move on the mushrooms there you go <laughs> gotta get down with hoagies or <laughs> get down <laughs> yes if you're not down with hoagies you can have veggie hoagies that's fine yeah that's fine i have a good fucking sometimes you know like i get some of those uh eggplant parmesan hoags mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah I'll get down with an eggplant Parmesan hoog, but you just got to be down with hoogies. That's all it is. <laughs> I like this party. Down with hoogies, roll some blunts, drink some fat stouts. <laughs> That's all he asks. That's, That's all not asks. too much. And then we'll work on prison reform. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, you got to build up to it. You got you to start with a base. Mm-hmm. Start with a base of cool people. Cool people who like smoke blunts, <laughs> roll hoogs. <laughs> you have to have something that everybody's going to agree on. That's right. No matter which way they spiderweb out, you yeah. got to come back to the base. Yeah. I can't I can't force people to be in the Mastodon, but <laughs> it would be a lot cooler if you did. It'd be a lot cooler, you know. You might get a cabinet position if you're in the Mastodon. <laughs> Brain tentacles. <laughs> yeah, all right. 2024, coming soon. <laughs> For now, though, we will return to the D9 Brewing Company. Yes, we will. We have another beer from them. Yes. What is it? Our second beer of the evening is the Cryonic 2019 edition Sticky India Pale Ale. Sticky. Sticky. Icky. No, it's probably not going to be icky. I just wanted to go ooh. (laughs) I I know. 
I know what you want to do, <laughs> but it ain't probably ain't going to be icky. No. Might be icky for you, <laughs> but not icky for me. It is a eight and a half ABV with 42 IBUs. Oh, that's not bad. Yes, it is brewed with Chinook hops mm, yeah. and dry hopped with Equinot. Okay. That yes. sounds like it's right up your wheel. Yes. House. And uh, the reason why it's called so sticky as it is, and it's called the cryonic, because it is full of lupulin powder. I kind of had a hunch. Yes. Well, for people who don't know, lupulin is how you get all those wonderful hop aromas and everything. That's the yellow dust coming off mm-hmm. the hop. And they put a whole shitload in it. So I'm ready to drink it. <laughs> then let's drink it. Crack that some bitch open. So I haven't brewed with specifically uh lupulin powder yet but i have brewed with uh cryo hop yes and boy oh boy does that add a lot of aroma especially after you dry hop. it really does and i if you are the person that likes the aroma and honestly i don't mind the the it's not the, the smell. smell it's, it's not the, the smell. taste it's the resin <laughs> yes yes but in smell yes i like it i appreciate it i think it does add a good layer especially on the small scale stuff like what we do home brewing mm-hmm. so looking at this beer it looks like an IPA. It looks like a very classic IPA, though. It kind of got uh, a little bit of the West Coast vibe to it. It's uh, it's not particularly clear. No, it's not particularly clear, but it still looks filtered enough like there's not a bunch of yeast shit floating around it, yet. We haven't, you know, got to the bottom of the can. And it is not a <laughs> hazy boy. Right. There's a little bit of a haze to it, mm-hmm. but it's not a hazy, juicy, you know, it has that kind of dark golden color to it. Yeah. Good looking beer. Yeah, it looks like it's a good looking beer. It's not completely opaque. It doesn't look like juice. If you look at it from the top, you can see through it pretty easily. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying everything so far. <laughs> I'm, I'm pacing this one out slow because I have a feeling I might really enjoy this. Beer. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Being very slow and deliberate. <laughs> so on the nose, I can tell that that's something that you're gonna like. Oh yeah, I can smell it. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I guess my nose is working pretty good today. That's good. It's a, it's a good nose day. Yeah. Today's a good nose day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can really get that hop like right up front. I have a hunch this is going to have a bit of a maltiness to it as well. Let's find out. Well, being eight and a half percent, you know, it's a little bit bigger. It's a dipper. It's got that maltiness. Yeah. Thoughts? I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah? Yeah. I'm with this one. Okay. I'm not. Okay, <laughs> I'm not the one. I'm not the one who's interesting to listen to about IPAs. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> hold on. I gotta try this again. It's weird. Okay. How how so? Like, well, it's use your words. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to formulate said words in a, in a proper order that makes sense to both me and other people. Okay, I, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time. For okay. It. So, like, the first thing I notice is it's very malt forward, and then it kind of tapers off into a, a refreshing. Not so much tropical uh, hoppiness, but it kind of swings in between tropical and a little bit of piney, but it's also sweet. It is sweet, and maybe that is what's throwing me off a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, there's definitely a sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. And it does not have much of a hop resin to it. To me, it doesn't stick around much, Mm -mm. which is good. No, it it does taper off very, you know, very fine, Mm -hmm. and it makes me come back for it for more. But yeah, it has a very strong like malt forwardness to it. Yes, it's not particular to me. It's not particularly hoppy. Hmm. Well, it's only forty-two. So right, right. And you got to remember a lot of that's dry hopped as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
It's it's not going to burn your palate out. No, it is not. Uh, I am noticing that you are already going for a repour here, Steve. So yeah. that, that says it all right there. More for Steve. <laughs> Fuck China, more for Steve. <laughs> I guess at this point on this show, everything kind of gets put up against the Fulton 300. That is kind of the gold standard, the Cadillac that's on this my, that's, show. That's been my gold standard, I guess, for 2019. <laughs> that's not a bad standard to have. Yeah. So to compare this one to that one, it very similar in color, very similar in drinkability. Yes. The only thing I would say is the balance is a little bit off with this one. More towards the malt than the hop? Right. Well, it's just the fact that you get so much malt up front mm -hmm. and then it tapers off you know it's not like it's not bad in any way though this sort of comes back at you right it, it just changed it, the 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 flavor changes too much you know what i'm saying i do know what you're it's, saying it's, it's not a nice gradient right it's just like there's a lot of malt forward and then you get what you should be really getting mm -hmm. is the is the hop sweetness and the you know kind of plagues between tropical and resin yes with a little bit of pine a little bit of pine but, but yeah. all in all, I, I, it sounds like a winner. Yeah, all in all, it's still way better than a lot of shit that I drink. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take this any day, every day over most of that juicy garbage that's out there. Okay. Because it, it has actual flavor to it. It, it does. It has a reason for it. <laughs> and there, there is, it's, and I hate to use this phrase, but there's a bit to unpack here with yeah. this beer. Yeah, it makes you think about, about it a little bit. But yeah, it has a goodness to it. Now, the other thing I'll say is... And what might be lending to some of the, uh, the the flavors in it is that they use their house blend of yeasts. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how many, like, the, we'll get into this because in this segment, we're going to profile D9. Makes sense. We have them on the show here. Right. May as well talk about them. Might as well talk about them. They're in the area, sort of. <laughs> like, they're not in our area. Right. But they're in the state. <laughs> So people in Philly can enjoy this? Ah, I did not know that. Yeah, people in PA, in Pittsburgh, can kind of drive to can Philly. find it. Yeah, or if they take vacation down the OBX, they can find D9. Yes. A lot of people do that. If you go to Myrtle Beach, you can probably find them there because they're also in South Carolina. But I wouldn't recommend going there right now. Not now. Not not ATM, but... <laughs> yeah, give it a couple weeks. <laughs> give it a minute. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we'll just start at the beginning. D9 Brewing, also known as District 9 Brewing, is out of Cornelius, North Carolina, and they were founded and opened in 2014. September. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember? So wait a minute, this is their fifth anniversary this month. Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. They are on their fifth anniversary. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Okay. Is at the end of the segment, but uh, they are north of Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And they are basically right on Lake Norman. Yes. It's close enough to me. Yes. <laughs> Looking at a map, it looked like it's like a street light away. <laughs> it is. And actually, the town of Cornelius itself is on the shoreline. Yeah. It's interesting, because I was also looking at a map, as one tends to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. And what's interesting is D9 Brewing is in a, a piece of Cornelius that is not with the rest of the town. Yeah. It's it's weird because you kind of have to go through another township or something like that to get to the next section of Cornelius where D9 is at. But the main portion of it is right on Lake Norman. Yeah. It's got shoreline, it's baby. There. Yeah. Shoreline for days, it's all there. 
But uh, yeah, D9 they was founded by three guys. And you'll appreciate this. Two of them are engineers. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> and uh, one was a doctor. So uh, Andrew Durstowitz, mm-hmm. Aaron Burton, and Dr. John Ashcraft Jr. Dr. John. Dr. John Ashcraft. Nice. <laughs> yes. The story goes that they had some conceptualization about the brewery all the way back to 2009. All right. But they opened up in 2014, finally. They have their spot in Cornelius, and they've been expanding it. Mm -hmm. Currently, the brewery has the capacity to brew, I think, 30,000, but they do about 10,000 barrels a year. Interesting. Yeah. So they've they've got room to grow. They have more ceiling. Yes, they have plenty of room to grow, and like a lot of breweries do i can't say for sure that d9 does this but you know a lot of breweries that have a lot of extra capacity brew for other yes they get into the contract brewing side of things right. so they might do a little bit of that with all the space they have right and perhaps they get into the nomad brewers they mm-hmm. let them come in right do their do their thing do the thing so yeah it's very possible but they have the space and they have the popularity because mm-hmm. they're pretty popular because yes, they're <laughs> they pretty make, good they make the money <laughs> Uh, in 2015 is when they f- first bottled a beer. Interesting. Yes, it, it was their Viking, and I'm going to screw this word up, uh, Froch. Froch? Yes, F-R-A-O-C-H. Viking Froch. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I, uh, if I'm wrong, you can't yell at me. <laughs> right, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> yes. Uh, Viking Froch Scottish Sour. Oh, a Scottish Sour. Yes. I've never heard of such a combination. Well, there you go. Uh, As many people probably have not, but, uh, you know, it's important to mention that one of their first beers that they bottled was a sour because that, we've already said it, they're kind of known for it. Yeah, yeah. And part of them being known for their sours is they've put a lot of science into their sours. Example. Well, they have cultivated three specific wild yeasts. Those are their yeasts, proprietary. Yes, proprietary. And it goes into a lot of their... uh, beers and they use them in different blends okay it's the same yeast but used in different levels different ratios different right capabilities and different times during the fermentation right right uh one of these yeasts is uh harvested from the local north carolina scuppernog grape (laughs) scuppernog scuppernog grapes it's interesting that uh north carolina actually has quite the grape growing industry and wine industry Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, I, I've learned that as well. Uh, but yeah, they, they harvested a Saccharomyces from the Scuppernog. Mm-hmm. And they have harvested a Lactobacillus Lucian. That would make sense why they're getting into the sours with that. Right. <laughs> so they have their own Lactobacillus from a local flower in the area. Right on. They use a centrifuge to spin everything out. <laughs> That's where the engineering come in. Right. <laughs> they're there. They're going to do their science shit. Yes. They, yes. Rather than regular filter, filtering aspects, they spin it out with a centrifuge. Get so. out of here. Right. <laughs> Overall, it's led to some pretty good successes, though. Yes, I would agree. Uh, the 2016, they got their first GABF medal. Great American Beer Fest, right? There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I had a brain fart on that. A brain fart. Uh, for their uh, dry hopped Sistema of Natura. Man, they really like those names, don't they? Yeah, the Sistema of Natura, and it was for their Scuppernong and Lily version of that one. And Lily? Yes. Now that's a new one. <laughs> 
that's very you know their their system of natura is a series that they have Mm -hmm. and that's all just wild like it's all wild yeast and wild you know ingredients and things of that kind of similar to what uh strange roots will do from time to time right that's and that's kind of what you know i'm trying to get at is yeah seems like this place is you know pretty heavily i don't i don't know if i want to say influenced but they're very similar. They're on a similar track. To our strange roots yes. that we have here in Pittsburgh. For those of in the Pittsburgh market that uh, have not been to beautiful Cornelius, North Carolina. Right. <laughs> There's always Gibsonia, PA, yes. and, and Millville, PA, <laughs> to check out very similar uh, sours and things. And wild with, ales. Yeah, wild ales, things with foraged ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit like that. Shit like that. <laughs> strange roots got you. <laughs> but so does D9. Yes, they do. Absolutely. When you decide, not if you decide, but when you decide to go to beautiful Cornelius, North Carolina, there are a few things you need to know before you go there. Okay. Number one, it's on Lake Norman. Yeah. We already talked about that. Been there. Yes. It was. That. It is not a natural lake. It was actually made in the 50s and 60s. Started in 1959, and I believe the final iteration was in 1964. Okay. It was made so that we could have electricity. Neat. Hydroelectricity, coal-fired plants use it for cooling water, and at least one nuclear power plant use it uses it for, for cooling water. That is the McGuire Station down there in North Carolina. Right on. However, if you are into things such as water sports, <laughs> eh, not that kind, uh-huh. although I'm sure you could in the middle of the lake, yeah. I'm not here to judge. But if you enjoy your fishing, your skiing, your tubing, mm-hmm. things of that nature, there is a plethora of options there. Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't Brian like when we did our North Carolina episode? Wasn't yes. he? Yeah, he know. was on Lake Norman. Yeah, go back to our North Carolina episode. Brian, our guest, had just come back from Lake Norman. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Ask him about water sports. He'll tell you all you want to know. Lake Norman is actually named after the Duke Power President Norman Atwater Cock. Garris. I think it's Cook or Cock. I don't know. C O C K E. <laughs> C-O-C-K-E. I assume it's pronounced. Sounds like cock to me. I, I don't know. <laughs> cook. I'm going to say cook just because, I don't know, they got lawyers. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was essentially made so we could have electricity. It is the water source for Cornelius, North Carolina. Neat. For notable people for beautiful North Carolina. This is uh, Cornelius. This is Cornelius, yeah. yes. Brian Voss. He is a PBA Hall of Fame bowler. Okay. He was... Uh, one of those guys that uh, was really good at knocking down 10 pins. Cool. He has 17, <laughs> 300 games <laughs> in PBA tournaments. Okay. How neat is that? He was the PBA Bowler of the Year in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced into the PBA Hall of Fame in 1994. So there's D9 Brewing and yeah. there's Ass Clown Brewing. That's also out of Cornelius, <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> It is also the uh, the home of Eric Jones. He is your latest winner of the Southern 500. That's a NASCAR thing. I'm sure it was. Yes, which <laughs> reminds me, if you are a NASCAR fan and you are a craft beer fan, uh, that is a good place to go because Charlotte and the surrounding areas, especially a bit north mm-hmm. up around Lake Norman, is a hotbed. That is where almost all the race shops are yeah. for NASCAR race teams. Oh. Yes. So you can go. you can go visit and then... Joe Gibbs Racing, I think, is like a 10-minute drive. Okay. Uh, Stuart Haas is like 15 minutes away from the brewery. 
Richard Childress, they're 15, 20 minutes. They're a little bit further away. But it's like, is it headed towards Charlotte? Uh, Both directions. Oh, okay. If you're in Cornelius, go a little bit south. So you can make your you can make your little like race sale trail. Yeah. 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 You can, you can make laps. You can sure <laughs> do that too. You can do that. You can you can visit race shops and you can start stop at breweries and you go all the way down and you come back. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not in charge of you. You can take an Uber though. You can yes, please. Take might, an Uber because be. we won't we won't be in charge of that. <laughs> that is not our deal. Yeah. Right up the road, you have Davidson College. There is one thing that Davidson College is known for to me. Hmm. It's actually known for several other things, but there's only one other thing that I know about it. Yeah. That's actually the alma mater of one Steph Curry. Oh, okay. He's the one that plays basketball. Yes, I know him. Yes. I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good at it. Yeah. He's, he's one of the names that is big enough to enter my world, so I've heard of him. So if Steve has heard of him, he's a big deal. I know Kawhi Leonard, and I know Steph Curry. And there's LeBron. Everybody knows LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I guess I don't count LeBron. I feel like he's a little older at this point. Okay. So like him and Dwayne Wade would be like a class back. Gotcha. For me. I I think I know what you mean. Well, yeah. I mean LeBron's still in the league. Dirk Nowitzki. There you go. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. He's out. I know, but I know. Him. Oh, okay. All right. And <laughs> say that's your 2008 champion, of, your 2011 champion. Yeah. Of the few basketball players. Yes. Back to D9. Yes, please. So, you may visit Cornelius, mm-hmm. or in 2020, you can get a little closer to Charlotte, because they will be opening one, possibly two locations. Really? Yes. Where at in Charlotte? Well, the pavilion is currently under construction and is slated to open in spring 2020. Okay. It is kind of in the uptown area right of, of uh, Charlotte. And what it's going to be is an outdoor beer garden and brewery. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's mainly focused to be an outdoor beer garden, and then the brewery is, quote, quote, outdoors. You'll be able to look in on the operations. Okay. But it'll still obviously be undercover. Because right. Because <laughs> it's a business. Right. Because bugs and rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a health issue. Right. Especially because they, they plan to do a lot more wild sours and fermenting so that would be ra- rather interesting to get into the like a farmhouse ale mm-hmm. only it's a in a city right now that's what they're shooting for <laughs> that that's real interesting yeah uh part of the, that's the other thing that's you know part of this is like the new locations they're opening is they are going to be breweries so they're going to have their own five barrel systems excellent in each uh, in each location the other location that they're investigating possibly opening is uh, the, it's called the Fermenteria. 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 And it's going to be in a rooftop bar. Ooh. And then it also is going to have kind of a speakeasy vibe. Okay. In the downstairs main bar area. Yeah. And five barrel system, as I mentioned. But it, they want to focus on wild fermented beers mm-hmm. and fermented sours and... Uh, they're also going to have fermented foods on the menu. Interesting. So you're talking like your kimchi's mm-hmm. and your sauerkrauts and things like that. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds like the kind of place where if, if you get the toots rather easily. <laughs> yeah. Expect a gassy time going yeah. there. But <laughs> probably good food. It's Yeah. If it's anything like their beer. Yeah. They'll be all right. Oh, I get the mad farts at that. <laughs> they're talking about a, you know, a fermented you know, Reuben. Ooh. Yeah, it'd be all about that. Yeah. I get mad for it. Yeah, that. don't don't take a first date there. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, don't. Or <laughs> no, no first dates to the fermenteria, or first dates to the fermenteria. And if they like, stick around, yeah, you got something going on. Is, yeah, she can stick around, or if you can tolerate her farts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. Hey, you know you gotta learn early. If her ass stinks too much, you got. <laughs> What is is her level of ass stink? Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, exactly. This ain't going to (laughs) work. Got the butt smells. Can't deal with it. Uh, But yeah, if you're looking to get some D9 brewing, we've kind of mentioned some places you can get it already, but yeah, they are available in Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Virginia, and the eastern part of PA. Why is that? Because, as we learned on our Sly Fox episode, <laughs> people in Philadelphia appreciate... They have different tastes. They have different tastes, and they appreciate craft beer a little bit more than we do. Just a little bit well, more. I, I like to think that this episode will uh, inspire somebody to get D9 over here. Yeah. But you have to remember that uh, Pittsburgh, we are a big-ish city. A big-ish city? Yeah, big-ish. We're not big. Philadelphia is fucking huge. They are. It's, <laughs> what, the fifth biggest city in America? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's top ten at least. Right. It's. I think it's below the Texas cities, and then it's Philadelphia. Right, yeah, because it goes New York, L.A., Chicago, then I think it's Houston. Houston, yeah. Dallas, and then Philadelphia. Yeah, it's top ten for sure. Yeah, they're all in there. Yeah. But yeah, they're fucking we huge. We are not. So they have a huge market. <laughs> we don't have that huge market. I think we're like... Just above 300,000 people? Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, if you get into the major metropolitan area, you're over a million. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's But bigger. if you do that with Philadelphia, yeah, you're way bigger than that anyways. Right, when you get into Bucks County and the King of Prussia mm. bullshit yes. and things like that. So, yeah. That's why they get things that we don't. <laughs> they have more people to spend more right. money. That's <laughs> all it is. <laughs> and it's a pretty easy shot up I-95. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Come on. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for beers that you should maybe be on the lookout for from D9, though, we've mentioned the Defying Gravity series mm-hmm. and uh, the system uh, Natora. Yes. Both of those series are seem to be like they're highest rated on Untapped, if that means anything to you. Some people it does, some people yeah. it doesn't. I can vouch for the Defying Gravity series that they <laughs> really good. I haven't had a bad one yet from D9. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. We still have not had a bad one yet, and that's why we appreciate them, and that's why we keep drinking them. Yes. <laughs> and that's why we're also <laughs> upset that we can't get some of them. Yes. Some of the beers, though, that we haven't gotten <laughs> that boy oh boy really appeal to my sensibilities I'm about ready to fuel up the car and <laughs> yeah i might just make a uh might midnight have, run yeah make, make a midnight run listening to <laughs> merle haggard <laughs> uh they have a series called the confectioner series and this yeah. appeals to my sensibilities of a dirty dirty fat boy that <laughs> uh it's just a lot of sweet dessert time things they currently have one out that's a cotton candy Saltwater taffy. I want that. I want that bad. Yeah. I'll fight people. <laughs> he will, too. I want it bad. I want bad. I've been... I put... I, like, I'm pretty sure I put it on our Twitter not too long ago. Like, why has nobody made a saltwater taffy beer? Well, guess what? Well, then they did. Yeah, D9 has answered the bell. I think they followed me. <laughs> I think they're, you know, just scouting us. <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. That's what I want. And I'm going to get it. Uh, things coming up, though... If you're listening to us on a Friday, as you should, in the mm-hmm. middle of, at the beginning of September, that's yeah. where we are. It's it's the end of the beginning. Yeah, they we already mentioned they're on their fifth anniversary. 
Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. They will be having a big bash for that. Yes. It's called their Halloversary, and it's on October 26th. They'll be releasing 13 beers exclusive to the tap room. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's that's almost just like a regular brewery that's just wiping everything off of the taps, right. starting in a whole new set. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't tell you what they're going to be, but, you know, they're going to be there. and that's, Chances are they're going to be good. Yeah, chances are they'll be good, and they'll definitely be exclusive. Uh, if you can't make it for that, though, they still have some dates on their uh, summer concert series. Mm-hmm. They hold the summer concert series for Lake Norman, so they still got some dates for that. But yeah, those are things you can check out at D9, or you can just go there for the beer. <laughs> and take us with you. And, or bring us some back. Yeah. Swing over to my place. Yeah. Just <laughs> drop a box off. <laughs> Don't cause no trouble. No, no. No, they swing over, pick us up, take us there. Oh. Nah, I got work to do. I can't leave. <laughs> well, tell them, tell them to get Wi-Fi in the car. I can, I can, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I can, I can only send a, you know, I can send a shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> And so help me if one of these is not in this box when you come back. (laughs) Oh, uh, one last thing. Yes. Yeah, I I kind of skimmed over this, but I forgot. Uh, In 2018, they were actually awarded uh, the Small Business of the Year Award by the Chamber of Commerce for Lake Norman. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was mostly due to the fact that they had, up to the point from 2014 to 2018, they had raised $200,000 in charity money here here that's awesome and that included donating like uh they had an event where they donated a dollar for every beer they sold to hurricane relief efforts in the past very nice so yeah very nice yep yep so yeah they they're not out of the realm of you know a a brewery that helps the community yes they they give back good people all around Mm -hmm. good Good people good beer too bad they're too far away (laughs) (laughs) it's too far so we're just going to send people. Yeah, send people. <laughs> send people with vacation time. Send for the man. <laughs> Anybody who's got vacation time, go help. <laughs> It'll help. be greatly appreciated. Help Steve. <laughs> help Steve. Steve has no vacation. <laughs> he only has money for beer. He cannot pay for a vacation. In the meantime, while Steve waits for whoever this mystery person is to bring him his... Saltwater cotton candy beer. His <laughs> treats. My treats. This cryonic... T- Ooh, 2019, the yes. sticky yes. India Pale Ale. Uh, the more I drink it, yes. the I was I was mentioning at the top of the segment how there's kind of a bit of a mm, harsh divide between flavors. Mm-hmm. The more I drink it, the more those flavors kind of blended together overall. As it kind of warms up a little bit? I guess. You know, it could be that or it just, you know, as my palate adjusts. Now that it knows what's going on. Right, but it the, the flavors blended together and it made it a more smooth drinking experience. So yeah. I liked it even more. <laughs> I will agree with that, that it has smoothed out a bit. It, it is not a, a punch-in-the-mouth IPA, uh, but it is also not a beginner's IPA or oh, a no. gateway IPA. And I'm even beer. Like, I, I just overall. Yeah. like there, There's a lot going on here. Yeah. And I, I think it's partly because of that house blend of yeast that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a lot of, you know, interesting and wild flavors into it. it it's, like, hard to pick them all out. We right. don't have the vocabulary for that. <laughs> we're also not that kind of pretentious of a show. No. <laughs> where we're going to sit and say, it tastes like smoked almonds on a Sunday. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I know. We're not going to say that shit. It's no. just like, oh, it has interesting flavors to it. There's a sweetness to it. I hate to say it this way. 
but I think this is the best way to to put it is you got to go find out for yourself. Right. Yeah. You have to find the flavors yourself. Yeah. And find out because I don't like Steve said we don't have the vocabulary for it or the pretentiousness. So the best yeah. bet is just find out for your own damn self. Yeah. It's a fine beer. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why you should drink it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, figure out why it's a good beer. Right. Do it your own damn self. You do the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while you go find that, we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. We're going to clean the glasses, get a third and final beer lined up from D9. Hooray. We'll be right back. Hooray. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back. This is episode 123. If we had enough money, if we had 99% visible money, we could have bought the rights to the Jackson 5 song, ABC123. Ah, uh, or or the theme song, the three, two, one, contact, uh, as seen on PBS. <laughs> yes, that was that was definitely part of my growing up. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> yeah, three, two, one, contact with Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Sesame Street, then <laughs> a little bit of that Sesame Street. <laughs> I'm watch some of that Sesame Street. Learn me some fucking numbers and letters. Radio. <laughs> you ever see the? Uh, you ever see the Little John? Um, remix of the Sesame Street. No. Yeah, check I've it out. I've seen the one where he's cooking by the book. Yeah, there's that one. Uh, check out the Sesame Street remix he does. Okay. I'm not going to repeat what he says. <laughs> Something tells me it is yeah. not PG. Well, it's not PG and it's just I'm white. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Can't say some of those words. <laughs> Understood. It's not worth it. So let's get but away. But it is worth watching. <laughs> let's get away from that topic and let's get back to what we are here for. Beer by D9. What's our third one? Our third one is, is brown sugar brown cow. Okay. Would you like to know what that is? It's a brown ale, I bet. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a weird shot in the dark here. You're gonna swing for the fences on that one. Yeah. Huh? I'm gonna guess that it's a brown ale and it uses a good bit of brown sugar in it. So you are correct. It is a brown ale. Yes. Quick numbers, six six, fifteen. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it is actually uh, made with brown sugar. That was me 19 years ago, 6, 6, and 15. <laughs> <laughs> that took way too long me to figure for me to figure out what the hell you were talking about. There you go. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah, you got it. You were tall when you were young. I was a tall kid. <laughs> Everybody asked me if I played basketball. Did you? Mm, for a little bit. Did you really? Like till fourth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, everybody. That's, that's I for played, a little bit. I played baseball and, I, right. and basketball. Guess yeah. what? I wasn't good at either one. I gave up sports after, I don't know, some point. Just tell them you blew out your knee. Yeah. But in that one game, scored four touchdowns for Polk High. <laughs> <laughs> City championship. Back to the Mocha Brown, Brown Sugar Brown Cow, which, by the way, has a picture of a brown cow with mucklucks on. Oh, good. Yes. I don't know. It has brown sugar. A kick of Colombian coffee. Ooh. Yes. I was kind of looking forward to that. I love my coffee. Got a little bit of chocolate, vanilla, and uh, 
Some lactose. Fuck yeah, dessert time. Yeah. Get so, it on. <laughs> we have had our appetizer. We have had our main course. Now it is time for <gasps> dessert. Uh, let's get it on. So looking at it, it is a deep copper color. Yes, it is. But you can see pretty well through it. Like, it's a clean looking beer. Yeah. It's just not a light colored beer. Yeah, this is a very clean beer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's the centrifuge again. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all that shit and getting it out of there. Yeah. yeah. You can see through it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a whole lot floating around in it. Uh, on the nose. Guess what? That Colombian coffee. Yeah, that's a lot of coffee up front. Yes, sir. I am a fan of that smell. Me too. I'm not getting a whole lot of uh, the other stuff that were mentioned. No, no. It is definitely a coffee-forward nose. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And on the taste, that's very coffee forward. Mm-hmm. But it uh, it does settle out into like the sweetness of the other. Yes, uh, that's where you kind of get a little bit of the vanilla, a little bit of the chocolate, kind of dancing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get much chocolate, but I do get a good bit of vanilla on yes. the tail. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's enjoyable. So how about that? Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. No, I like that beer. That's a good beer. That's a good dessert. Three, four, three. Yeah. Way to yeah. go, D nine. Yeah, well, they're really five for five, so... That's true. <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty damn good streak to keep going. Yeah, it's a good streak to keep going. We'll see how that cotton candy fares. Yes. Yes. In that's, the that's, the maker, that's, the, that's the maker or breaker. <laughs> Six-month ban. This doesn't take us like cotton candy or taffy. <laughs> Don't joke about that. <laughs> Don't joke about those bans. It's a serious business. That's right. Evil Twin still hasn't fully recovered. Yeah. Well, the band's up, but we just haven't had him back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. In the meantime. In the meantime. It is time for us to have ourselves a little bit of fun. Yes, it is time for the 2019 Hot Nation USA Fantasy Craft Draft Fridge. Fridge Draft. Fridge. Fridge. Craft Draft. Draft Draft. Just go with Craft Draft. Fantasy fridge? No, craft draft. Fantasy fridge, craft draft? There you go. Fantasy fridge, craft draft? It's the 2019 fantasy fridge, craft draft. Yes, I like it. For those of you who don't know, it's time for fantasy football. Most people drafted over the holiday weekend. If not before. Yes, but we're just getting to it now. And this is the point of the time where we draft a fantasy fridge. This is where we have a fridge, and this is what we'll stock up with it for the rest of the year. It's particularly the football season. Right. If, uh, if you know, we had the kind of money, and if we had the, uh, I don't know, magical powers to keep beer running all year. Yeah. Some of these beers might be, uh, you know, short releases. Short releases might uh, aren't available in our area. Right. We'll have to send somebody to go get it for us. Yes. This is this is our magical genie wish, though, if we could have these things all year round. Mm-hmm. And we've laid out a number of categories. Each year we do about six categories, five of them just weird, fun stuff, and then one flex beer just to keep ourselves sane. Mm-hmm. So we'll start it, and hopefully you'll pick up right away. But I'll start with the first category that we're drafting for, and that is La Bira a la Mode. La Bira a la Mode. And that is basically French for trendy beer. Yes. And for anybody who's followed any sort of social media about craft beer or read any article in the past six months, everybody knows that 
craft lager is on the uptrend right around the corner sort of i guess (laughs) (laughs) keep waiting for it but i still don't see it really penetrating the uh market not yet i see a lot of sours i see a lot of ipas Mm -hmm. even now in september it's still you know lagers take time still pumpkin beer and uh you know oktoberfest that those count i think you're just a hater uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay, then. <laughs> Call me a hater. It's hurt my feelings, any. <laughs> would you like to go with your pick, Steve, or would you like me to go first? Yes. So, with that f- didn't answer the question. <laughs> yes, I'll go first. <laughs> so, with the first pick for the 2019 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft, I am going to draft as my beer a la mode, my trendy lager, the Trogues Troganator. Oh. The Doppelwalk. Okay. It's a lager. Counts. Okay. It's good. It, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would give special nod and consideration if I couldn't have the Troganator in my fantasy fridge mm-hmm. that is constantly stocked and always le- always replenishing. And always at the perfect temperature. Always at the perfect temperature. I would I would uh, also give a shout out to the NX Kolsch. That really got you by the balls a little bit, didn't it? It really did. It surprised me. And that's a really, really drinkable <laughs> lager and it doesn't suck and I don't hate it. <laughs> honestly that's high praise that's a lot of praise from me for a lager yeah that's it's super drinkable and right. i would drink the shit out of it but the troganator is a really flavorful and, and just better i'm sorry that's fine you don't have to apologize i'm for apologizing for anybody from enix that's listening gotcha gotcha <laughs> the troganator is better <laughs> for me i'm gonna bring things a little bit more local uh, i'm gonna bring it from the eastern part of the state over here to the western part of the state. I am actually going to go with Timber Creek's Moam Sand. How is that more local? Well, it's still closer. Timber Creek. Yeah, no, but people <laughs> don't know that Timber Creek is only an hour outside of Pittsburgh. Well, I know, and that's the important you thing. You have to explain to people that Timber <laughs> Creek is an hour outside of Pittsburgh. So yeah. to say again, <laughs> to bring it a little bit closer, only an hour outside of Pittsburgh. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, that that makes you feel yeah. okay, and I don't yeah. sleep tonight? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Timber Creek with the Mo. I'm saying to me that was a really good lager. I tried it earlier this summer, okay, uh, multiple times. Hmm. To be perfectly honest, is, is it anything other than just like a lager? Is it like is it a Doppelbach? Is it no? A it's it's a straight up lager. Actually, it's a bit of a lighter lager. Okay, but it's good. Okay, that's the difference. Yes, you light lagers are a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. but this one was legitimately good. This was one that made me say, oh, oh, and with a, a lighter lager. That says a lot. Okay. Yeah. Right on. So for me, that's what I'm putting in my, what was the word again? The Birda a la mode. That one. Yes. That's my draft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is our next category, Adam? Our next category is going to be The Rookie. This is a beer that has debuted within the last year since the last time we did a draft in 2018. Right. We've been doing it since 2017. This is the third annual 2019 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft. Yes. By yeah. Hop Nation USA. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> For me, it is the Bell's Larry's Latest Flamingo Fruit Fight. Okay. I really like that beer. I had it. I didn't love it. Oh, but I did. It, it, it was a bit tart, so yeah, for that's me, why I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was aces. Yeah, I did. pretty decent beer, mm-hmm. but okay. Yeah, the rookie. That's your rookie. For me, and this might sound surprising, but uh, it's going to go to the Grist House fifth year anniversary celebration 
Sippa, which was a sour IPA. That is very surprising. Not the Grist House part. Not the Grist House part. That That's okay. good beer, yeah. obviously. But uh, yeah, that it was neither sour or IPA. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like it was meant to be a carrot cake dessert. Yeah, beer. That, and I believe we have talked about that on the show before. Right? How the hell are they going to pull that off? Right. Apparently, they did. They did. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we t- went over it when you know the the post uh, beers of the Berg episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were talking about we weren't sure if it was going to work at all because they said sour IPA and carrot cake. It's a lot of shit to shoot for. But they got it all together. But it worked pretty well. Yeah, it was neither too sour for me, and it wasn't uh, the the hops didn't dominate anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very sweet beer. I, did it get into the carrot cake side of things a oh, lot? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So and it definitely appeals to my sensibilities in that way because you like carrot cake. I like carrot cake and I like sweet things. <laughs> so fat. <laughs> okay. Fat. Mmm. Mmm. So fat. So weird. Mmm. <laughs> so fat. But yeah, that, that, that's my rookie, and I can prove it's a rookie because it came out for their fifth anniversary celebration. Right. They didn't do it. <laughs> it's in the name. It's an easy way to judge, did this beer come out <laughs> this year? Yeah, it did. <laughs> so yeah, that that's my rookie. Right on. The next category we're going to look at yes. is the anti-seltzer. Yes. As everybody who's been following craft beer trends, we know craft beer losing business to the hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Truly. Yeah. Looking at you, White Claw. Yeah. Looking at you, the other one. The other one. <laughs> I don't know what the other one is. I don't. Who cares? I don't. There's also a lot of other smaller breweries that are doing them. Yes. Doing, uh, doing their own. has gotten into the, the seltzer side of things. Yeah. And that's because they're super easy to yeah. make. Yeah. And they're super easy to uh, sell at a higher price point and trick dum-dums into buying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why people are into them. I will say, though, that this category is all about picking something that's not beer because seltzer is supposed to be an alternative to beer. Yes. Uh, This is about picking something that's not beer, but... uh, not seltzer either. So this is the alternative to the alternative. Right. Something with actual flavor, something with drinkability. Yes. Something, you know, that people can enjoy. Yes. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know how people enjoy those seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> Awful tasting. I get it. I, I mean, obviously I've had seltzers before. I'm not going to be that kind of person to poo-poo them without trying them. I get it. Yeah. There are certain occasions where I can enjoy one. Okay. Rare. 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 (laughs) (laughs) If I'm drinking seltzer, I'm just drinking non-hard seltzer and then putting booze in it. Yes. That's what I do. To your level of liking. Yeah, to my level of liking. That's what I do. And you can, yeah, just take some, you know, Funfetti cake vodka. Right. Put it in the seltzer and be done with it. Yeah. Just go to the pinnacle section in the liquor store. Or 99 bananas. There you go. Hell Yeah. <laughs> That's taking me back. But uh yes, what what is your draft for the anti-seltzer there? My draft is not a seltzer. Okay. It is a mead. Yes. And this is coming from one of our local meaderies, Apis. Yeah. The Mango Habanero mead. Oh, yeah. 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 I almost changed it for one simple reason uh during your uh explanation of the category mm-hmm. of of repeatability and drinkability it's a really good one yeah i don't know that i can drink a large quantity of it 
But that's the thing. That's good for that, though. That's true. Because it kind of it's self self controlling, so right. to speak. Yeah, it's self governing. It's, it's self yeah. It's self governing. It's self regulating, mm-hmm. because you get all tore up on mango habanero mead, and then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to keep pounding seltzer after no, seltzer after <laughs> seltzer. You get the fucking burps from that. You get you know, gassy, and you, if you're older, you get a little bit of the reflux. The agita. Yeah, can't get that agita. Get the reflux drinking too much carbonation mead isn't heavily carbonated nope. it's just good old-fashioned honey wine get you boozed up <laughs> get you fucked up <laughs> get fancy drunk fancy drunk that's right it's fancy drunk it went from viking drunk to fancy drunk is what it is now thanks millennials <laughs> no wait that's us that's us <laughs> oh no <laughs> we did it to ourselves <laughs> what is your pick for my the pick, anti-seltzer. My pick for the anti-seltzer is the McKenzie Pineapple Hemp. Oh, okay. Actually, that that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Cider. Yeah. It's a cider. It's a cider. It's got pineapple. It's got hemp. Yes, it's very good. Uh, it is very flavorful. It has a really good pineapple flavor to it, but it, obviously it's vegetal because of the hemp. That's a 50 cent word. Yes. Vegetal. Vegetal. And the vegetal flavor and the hemp flavor kind of add into it. And as well as you think about, hey, hemp's on the uptrend, man. Yeah. That's another way to be trendy. You mm-hmm. don't have to drink these shit-ass seltzers. Get in on the hemp game. So, CBD. <laughs> Open that wellness center, bitch. Funny you mentioned that. I read an article earlier this week about Sam Adams. Yeah. Now that they have seen success with their seltzer line with Truly, mm-hmm. they're getting into the uh, the cannabis side of things now. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, Lagunitas was already yeah. into that. So, But now that they, they've got play money mm-hmm. from Truly, yeah. they're getting into the cannabis game. Right on. Hell yeah. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like uh, Doug Benson and be like a guy who gets in the weed, like, old <laughs> in life. <laughs> way too far, way too late. Yeah, way too late. <laughs> Just wearing a fucking weed jacket. Oh, good lord. <laughs> fucking pot leaves all over it. <laughs> Such a horse's ass. I know. <laughs> I'm impressionable. <laughs> what is our next category, Adam? <laughs> our next category is the rather not. I'd rather not. Yes. The I'd rather not category is a beer where I'd rather not drink it. But you can. But you handed it to me. Yeah. And I like you. Right. So I'm a drink it. Okay. <laughs> That's what that category is. All right. Oh, what is your draft for the I'd Rather Not? My draft for the I'd Rather Not is a beer that I understand the point of it, but the situation where I would drink it is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> so since there isn't a situation where I'm going to drink it, I don't have a reason to drink it. So I'm probably not going to drink it unless you hand it to me. And that is the Sam Adams 26.2. Oh, boof. See? Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, boof. <laughs> the point of the beer is to celebrate marathon runners. That's obviously where the 26.2 comes in. Mm-hmm. I like uh, not running 26.2 miles. Yes, I like that too. So I'm not gonna. So I don't have a reason to drink the 26.2 by Sam Adams? I like not running 26.2 feet. I'm <laughs> 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 a side. Ow. I got a stitch. <laughs> is this stabbing pain normal? <laughs> no, sir, it is not. Good. <laughs> so, yes, the 26.2. Fortunately, I don't know many people that would buy that. 
I have I know nobody that buys so, it. So I think I'm safe. Everybody who's tried it hates that beer. <laughs> <laughs> like I I guess maybe you got to be a runner, and we don't know that many runners who drink it after running. Right. But as far as I can tell, that beer is ass. <laughs> not a fan. But it's drinkable ass. Mm-hmm. Like yes. It's, it's not. It's not on the level of something where it's just completely undrinkable trash. Yes. It's just not good. It is. Yeah. It's not something I would suffer through. Right. But it's not something that I would look forward to. And that's why you'd rather not. Right. You'd rather not drink it. Right. My pick for the I'd rather not beer is the Odd Side Mint Chocolate Chip Stout. Really? Yeah. Really? Obviously. I'm really into stouts and I'm really into fat pastry stouts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm very being, surprised I'm, by this. Why? I didn't give it a good review when we had it on the show. <laughs> I know, but I'm just... Uh... I'd just rather not drink that one. <laughs> Of all of the entire world of fat, <laughs> gross things that I can put in my mouth, the entire world of cookie dough and and Taco Bell and mm. other things in the world, like uh, uh, even the Oreos that are the Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip Oreos. Yeah. I would rather shove those in my mouth <laughs> than drink that beer. I would rather not drink that beer because it is disappointing to all my sensibilities of being gross and fat. Okay then. <laughs> All right. So, but if I have to, you will. If somebody handed it to me, I would. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd rather not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I think that was a good category. I think we yeah. had, we had good choices on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Next category. Yes. This category is called the sleeper. Yes. And that is not fantasy football terms. What this beer is is what beer are you going to drink to help yourself sleep? Put yourself to sleep. Supplement your Z-Quill. <laughs> <laughs> when you're all out of Ambien, yeah. <laughs> you need to sleep now. Right. And you, you need to just curl up and go to bed and feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what was your choice on that one? Uh, this is uh, to little surprise of anybody. <laughs> okay. But uh, I have a further explanation of why. Mm-hmm. The Southern Tier S'mores on Nitro. I mean, yeah, it's a good-ass beer. It's a good-ass beer. It's big and heavy. It's nice and desserty. Mm-hmm. All that's going to sit well on my tum-tums, make yeah. me a little bit drunk, make me go to suit. <laughs> but... Oh, there's more. Yes. Specifically, it mm. is on nitro. Yeah. And that means I'm not going to get the carbon flux. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody's playing some 3D chess over there. I know. I smart. <laughs> <laughs> so I can drink it right before bed, and I'm not going to wake up and need a tums. I like that. Yeah. That'll put you in the deep sleep. Yes. Nice. That's a nunny bias. <laughs> yeah. For me, uh, this is a beer I had earlier in this summer. This is going to be one of those beers that is definitely in the fantasy fridge because I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get it again or if they're ever going to make it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fantastic. Uh, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, the uh, They said it was a brewery, but I don't believe it was a brewery. They just had a lot of local beers. What, was it a hobo? What the hell are you talking so, about now? <laughs> I'm trying to explain the place. They called themselves a brewery, but I didn't see any of their beers on tap. They, ha- they just had other people's beer on tap. Okay. This is a place up in the Finger Lakes. Okay. And it was from Cuca Lake Brewing. I'm pretty sure that's just a bar when it's not their beer. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they said it was a brewery. Okay. They, that's like that's fine. Okay. Like it wasn't even like a mistype on Google or anything like that. Yeah. Like it was on the sign made out of wood. Okay. So they, they, maybe they're just out of all this. Maybe, maybe. But this is from Cuca Lake Brewing. It is their whiskey barrel aged fat stack maple pecan porter. Holy shit. 
Yeah. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of good things. I'll put it to you this way. I saw that on the menu board right above the Founders CBS. Yeah. CBS can kick rocks. They had that on tap. I, I have never actually seen that on tap. Really? Yeah. I've told you about places that's been on tap. Mm-hmm. I, I've had the KBS on tap. Yeah, and yeah, we've had, I, and that I've on had tap. the breakfast stout many times. It's the yeah. regular breakfast stout, but I've I have never actually seen the CBS on 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 draft. Yeah, occasionally it's been on at Industry Public House when they do a Founders Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but I saw that, and then I saw the uh, the Cuca Lake right above it. It's like oh, I'm gonna have that. Yeah, and holy shit, was it good? It's probably a better choice. <laughs> I, did, I wasn't there. I didn't have any. It's a better choice. It doesn't matter. It was delicious. Nice. Get it. That definitely sounds like sleepy time, too. It was a sleepy time beer. Fucking whiskey and pancakes and <laughs> maple. Yeah. Yeah. Sleepy time beer. That's, that's nutty buys. <laughs> it was holy shit good. <laughs> what is our final category, Our Adam? final category is the category that you always have to have mm-hmm. when you are drafting your fantasy fridge craft draft. I think I got that right. You got it, yeah. Yeah. Fantasy Bridge Craft Draft. That is our flex position. Yes, the flex. flex position is wide open. Wide open, any beer you want to keep. Yes. Just have a beer that's always on hand, that's mm-hmm. always usable for any situation. Your uh it's your uh, fallback is a bit of a, a harsh thing to say. No, I'm saying fallback this year. We we we've picked some weird categories we this did. year. Yeah. We, we need we need a baseline beer. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's kind of how I judged mine. Okay, that's kind of how I went with mine as well. So it all yeah. worked out. Yeah. Let's see. In our fridge so far, we have a beer we'd rather not drink. Yeah. <laughs> we have something that's not beer. Right. <laughs> and I have a lager, which you don't like, <laughs> which I don't love. So. You know, right now it's coming down to the fact that I only have the sippa, and I don't know how many of those I could drink. Mm-hmm. And the s'mores, again, I don't know how many of those I can drink. Right. So you need you need a, a good standard need, bear. Yes, I need something I can crush a lot of, but also appeals to my sensibilities. I think that's pretty easy to get to. And that's why I'm going with the Cinderlands Arch and Drum. Nice. It is nowhere near as sweet as the other two beers that I've mentioned, mm-hmm. but it is full of that big roasty coffee flavor. That is such a killer stout. But it's nice and easy drinking. So that's your your baseline come home on a Tuesday. Yeah. I like it. That's my I drink all time. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> For me, I'm going with a standard that I know and love. If you don't know this about me, uh, well, that's your fault. The Fatheads Goggle Fogger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that is a fantastic beer, a fantastic half of Eisen. If and when I ever go down to Fathead Saloon down on Carson Street here in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that is a beer that is always on tap, and I have to have that beer with my meal. No ifs, ands, or buts. Okay. That is what happens. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yes. Whenever, whenever my, my sandwich or whatever it is that I'm having comes out, if I'm close to having my beer done, next step is, I oh, will have a goggle fire, please. There you go. And I like to think that that would be good to have in the fantasy fridge. Yeah. Because now they can it. Oh. Hells yeah. No, I haven't seen cans yet, but mm-hmm. it's I, 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 I do know they're canning more. So, yeah, I just haven't seen that one specifically. Yep, it's out there. It's a thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, those are our drafts for the 2019 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft. Tell us yours. 
either on the Twitter. We'll put up a you know we'll put up a little chart. Yes. And uh, I think we're going to reach out to some of our other co-hosts and give them a chance to draft their own fantasy fridges, and you'll be able to find those results on HopNationUSA.com. And you can also just email us your own fantasy fridge at HopNationUSA at gmail.com. And maybe we'll talk about it, and maybe we'll post about it. Yeah. If, if you have a really good draft, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I like that. Give you some shout-outs. That's a good uh, good segment for segment one next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, if we get some. If we get some. Or two weeks. Who knows? Who knows? We'll maybe see. you're slow on the uptake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're doing an interview somewhere and we don't have time for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who well, knows? Unless you're the one we're interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just have that as part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 2019 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft Complete. So that means it's back to the Brown Sugar Brown Cow. Yes. The D9 Brewing Offering. The Mocha Brown. Ah, I like this beer. I like it too. Yes. Uh, it's not too often we get a lot of brown ales no, they're on the show. Well, you, how often do you see a brown ale that's worth taking a look at? Yeah, not very often. I'm pretty sure the last one we did was at the beginning of this year, end of last year, for the Festivus uh, Full Pint. Was it? Yeah, the, f- the Full Pint Festivus. I think is the last time we Holy did a brown ale. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. No hate there. Just yeah. I'm surprised it's been that long. I, everything else is either stouts and IPAs or sours on this show anymore. Well, don't worry. <laughs> Strap in for the loggers. Hooray! That's not. That's I know, not it's happening. Not, it's not. It's never happening. Absolutely not. Stop trying to make loggers happen. It's never going to happen. I'm trying to make fetch happen. Mean girls. <laughs> yes. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> Watch a movie five times. That's a good movie. I don't care who. Who <laughs> Once says with the sound on. <laughs> It's a good joke. Anyway. Funny joke. I guess. Okay. <laughs> anyway. It's yeah. time to rank them. Yeah. To the podiums. You want to go first? I'll go first. You go first. Yeah, I'll go first. You go first. I'll go first. So, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what I'm going to rank, but bronze, I'm going to give to the Brewer's Day Off, the mm-hmm. Cucumber and Melon Goza. Hey, it's a really good Goza for somebody else. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 just a little too tart for me. I can drink a can, but then I'm not going to drink another one. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And uh, yeah, but it's still really good. I can recognize it. it. It's important to mention that this was a GABF bronze medal winner. Yeah. So it brought home hardware. It brought home hardware. It's a good beer. It's just not to my tastes. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And that means in the silver, I'm going to give the brown sugar brown cow the mocha brown. That one's going to go silver. I, I think it's a really good beer. It's very easily drinkable. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of flavor to it. That coffee comes through really well. And it has a nice little tail end of vanilla to it. There's nothing terribly wrong with it. I just like the cryonic better. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking for a brown ale, we were just talking about how they're not terribly easy to find all the time. But if you're looking for one that's nice, easy drinking, it has a nice clean color to it, it you know everything is good about it there's not a downside that i've found really it just came up against a a beer more to your taste yeah it just came up against a double ipa that i like better that's all (laughs) (laughs) and that means gold goes to the cryonic 2019 edition it's a sticky pale ale it's it's got a very evolving flavor profile to it and that's the one thing that's the one thing that the brown cow didn't have mm-hmm. the profile didn't really evolve it's it's coffee and vanilla meh <laughs> <laughs> coffee and vanilla you're done there you go 
enjoy your time. I hope you had fun. <laughs> the cryonic, it, it evolves. It has that maltiness up front and then, you know, some of the, the geese, I'm assuming, impart different flavors to it. The uh, the hops are used in different ways. Obviously, that there's you know, the dry hopping on the back end, but it is brewed with Chinook, meaning it imparts some flavors in that area. It's also brewed with uh, blue agave. So it's got a lot of things in there. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot going on. <laughs> and it gives you time to think about it. <laughs> you know, I, I compared it up against the Fulton 300. The Fulton 300 is a very simple beer in that it's just all mosaic hops. And this beer isn't as simple. It has a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. And so it, it does have that evolving profile, but there are things about it that just, I don't know, it, it's not the best beer I've ever had. Right. Boy, oh boy, is it really up there. <laughs> it's a really good IPA, and mm-hmm. especially because it appeals to my sensibilities outside of like all this juicy haze nonsense. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to say nonsense and shit at the same time. Nonshit. Yeah, I'm like nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, it, outside of all that juicy, hazy boy stuff, this one, is it stands out mm-hmm. right now to me. So, yeah. Right on. That's my goal. For me, I am actually going to be an exact mirror image of what Steve has to say. And that is not to say that these are poorly crafted beers. Obviously, they're well-crafted. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them on the show. No, we'll have bad beers on the show, and then we'll say they're bad. You can't say that, Adam. That's actually a very good point. <laughs> We've had bad beers on we the show. <laughs> we have to, every now and then, if we have a bad one, we have to say that That's we had true. a bad one. And we have had some clunkers. Yeah, it's just, it so happens that D9 put out three really good ones in these beers. Yes. And we like them all. So, yes, yeah. we do. Unfortunately, somebody's got to come in third place. And this comes down to personal tastes. Uh, and we've had this, this conversation multiple times when... All three beers that we have on the show are are well-crafted and within the bounds of the style that it's supposed to be. It just comes down to personal taste. And that's where I'm at here. So for the bronze medal position, i got to go with the Cryonic 2019, the Sticky IPA. Obviously, if you've ever listened to the show before, I'm not an IPA guy. I, I appreciated what was going on with the beer, how there there is some some layers going on. There's some There's things going on with this beer. That's for damn sure. There's there's stuff you got to unpack. And that is something I like about the beer. The other thing I did like about the beer was there wasn't much of a hop resin that got out of the way. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Clean taste. Yes, yes. In the silver metal position, I got to go with the Brown Sugar Brown Cow. That's a good beer. I like it. Uh, it is one of the best brown ales I've ever had. But that being said, I haven't had many brown ales. It's <laughs> not a lot around. Right. There's not I just, a lot I just thought of another one. And it actually predates the uh, Festivus, the ACB. Oh, yeah. The Allegheny City Brewing. But yep. I don't know if we did that on the show, the Deutschtown Brown. We may have just drank that afterwards. Well, we definitely just drank it there yeah. at one point. And I think that's the best one we've ever had. That's a fine beer. I think the Deutschtown Brown might be the best, but this one's good. This one, yeah, this one is definitely in the running for one of the best browns I've ever had. I like it. I like the coffee taste on it. I like the little twist of vanilla towards the end. Uh, it's very well crafted. I like it. But the Brewer's Day Off, I felt that that was a really, really good beer. Apparently, I uh, I have opinions that match with the uh, GABF because that's an award winner. 
Look, for the style, <laughs> it's a really good beer. <laughs> yes. But I just, yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> but it is for me. I like the tartness of it. I like the flavoring of it. I like the melon and cucumber on the back end, how it kind of kind of rises out towards the end there. says, hey, we got this. This is something that is actually in the beer. You can taste it. You can find it. You don't even have to go looking for it. There's a lot of beers out there that say, hey, we've got this, we've got that. Steve has bitched about it many times on yes. the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I probably should have given a little applause for that. The fact that I could taste cucumber and melon past the tartness. Yes. Like the fact that I get flavors that are set on the can. Mm-hmm. That's very important brewers. <laughs> they said it and then they did it. They did it. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate that. So thank you, D9, for doing that. Uh, and with all of that being said, the Brewer's Day Off goes in the gold medal position. Right on. Well, yeah. Thanks, you know, D9 for brewing beers properly and putting flavors in that you can actually taste. Yes. Thanks, D9, for just brewing beer in general. It's, mm-hmm. you know, do a good job. And thanks, Abby, for sending us beer from D9 because, yeah. boy, oh, boy, they are good. Mm-hmm. And we're very happy about that. With all that said, though, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you're looking for brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcast platform. You know, we're on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Laughable, Google, yeah, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Overcast, Radio, iHeartRadio, something else maybe. Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. You always forget that one. I never think of it. Yeah, neither do I. Until I do. You all you think of it for the show, and that's about it. <laughs> yep. Pocket Cast. We're on there. But yeah, if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than me having to find ways to smuggle cotton candy saltwater taffy beer up to our little neck of the woods. We'll find a way. We'll get it. We'll get you there. I'm going to get it. I feel like that's a good that's a good mission. Make my birthday happy. <laughs> we need we need to get the Hop Nation Express going. Yeah. We just need to have some sort of daisy chain delivery system. Hands across America, but except it's delivering me cans of beer. Beers across America. Do, 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 do. Yes. Did you see us? Hmm? Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's about it for 123. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, send us your fantasy fridge. We want to hear from you. And uh, I don't know. We'll be back with something new for 124. I can't say for sure what. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know yet. Well, we don't know yet, and we actually have a lot of backlog of like episodes that we're supposed <laughs> to be doing. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll see you next week. with your mouth covered. Yeah. It's gross. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs>